Welcome to another episode of Tech Bytes by Tech Next. How was that intro? I do better than you. No, 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 you don't. <laughs> My name is Dabilari, of course. Again. I'm here again. And I won't be doing this alone, as usual. I have with me Omole in the house. Yeah. Hi, everyone. How has been your week? Especially with the um, oh. fuel price hike. <laughs> the price. removal of the subsidy. We are, sure. we are in a state of... Anarchy. Is it anarchy? Different. Okay. From. <laughs> Maybe not anarchy, but I know that a lot of us are going through a lot. Um, food prices have increased. Even sweets now. Uh, even sweets. Even sweets now has increased. I don't know. You know when price increase like that, you know, everything. When fuel increases like that, everything just, you know, goes up and you even transport, you know. I wanted to take um, a taxi um, sometime. Was it Monday or so? Or Tuesday? I looked at the price. I'm like, okay. This I've is been seeing weird prices on social media to screenshots. Like then I saw, I so I got to the bus stop. I down full, three hundred percent increase. I'm like, okay, let me just go back to the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Difference. It's, it's been an interesting week if you're a Nigerian. All right, uh, but if you're not Nigerian, so I'm sure you've had interesting weeks wherever you are. So. Mm. Welcome to Tech Buys by Techness. We won't be doing this alone today. We have with us Tomiwo. Tomiwo is editor here at Techness. Hi, Tomiwo. Hi, Dami. Hi, Rui. Hope yes, my week was eventful too. You know, Monday was a public holiday and everywhere was just good. And then Tuesday was rough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're kicking. We're kicking. All right. So we for our conversation today, we'll be talking about the gig economy in Africa. You know, uh, it's... It's been a thing now since remote, yeah. since COVID-19, since remote days. It's been a thing. So the gig economy, what it is like being a gig worker and everything. And every one of us here has been gig workers at one point or the other. So we'll be sharing our experiences with you and we'll be telling you our challenges and, you know, what we it's did. just similar to the conversation we had on Digital Nomads. Mm-hmm, with the Bovi and all that. If you have not that. watched that, please go and look for it. Go and look for it. <laughs> all podcast uh, platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, mm-hmm. where else? Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and on YouTube, yeah. All right. So, but before the end, of course, we'll go straight into the news around the world. So, Rui, take us away. Um, yes. Um, hi again. The first one is on... Um, Taxi in Nigeria, you know, I mentioned taxi trying to take a taxi, and now Uber and both drivers, uh, you know, have, um, have threatened to either park their vehicles if the platforms do not increase the fares. Because I know that, yeah, it was higher, but it was due to um, what do you call that in surge, so it was not due to a price hike. I know that, of course, they are suffering the same thing we are suffering, <laughs> they were trying to look for fuel and all of that. Um, uh, but the prices still remain the same, so, yeah, so they're asking for increases as cars, like public buses so they're having to use more of ride dealing yeah. and all those things so the surge was just the normal computer based surge yeah it wasn't necessarily yeah. an increase in the base but I've, I've noticed fare. off off camera now i've noticed that um boats always has surge <laughs> it's, it's like it's like every day yeah. 2 a.m <laughs> so, <laughs> 11 p.m so I'm like, surprised uh, uh, that now nah, every time. <laughs> but we're, that's not the conversation now. Um, that's another conversation. Anyway, so the drivers um, said they did not receive any email or message, you know, from the inhaling companies. Um, 
because you know the, the prices have increased i mm-hmm. think the the least amount for one uh blitter is 450 or 480, 480. exactly you won't so, get it for that 480 the queue will be mad exactly you have to pay yeah, like 500 a lot of fighting has happened in the past week uh, because yeah. of you know again <laughs> I mean, because we of just finished this. POS era. Now eh, we thought it, we thought it, it is done. Yeah. Anyway, so they are saying they're going to pack their vehicles. Okay, let's beg them not to because they've saved a lot of lives. Um, <laughs> like me now, that doesn't exactly like downfall because people just say a lot of things in downfall. Like, what are you talking about? Like, can you stop this conversation? There are a lot of fighting, a lot of that. They are the best political analysts. <laughs> exactly. They are talking absolute nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the next one, um, Twitter value reportedly drops to 15 billion, um, only a third of what Elon Musk paid for it. That's the um, Twitter. Um, this uh, was this stat was released by Fidelity, a prominent um, financial services company. It says, um, mark down the um, um, equity staking in Twitter, revealing the company is now worth 15 billion dollars. And um, Anyway, so I remember that. Okay, initially Musk didn't want to pay forty-four for this. You know, he said it was overpriced anyway. Exactly. That he's overpaying for it. Maybe, maybe the the actual worth was maybe around twenty billion or late twenties to early thirties. Twitter, everything because they don't make money. Such productions is based on future on the future. This is what I know that some time ago, maybe seventeen or eighteen or so. Um, Microsoft or so of Meta wanted to buy um, Twitter, and uh, but the Twitter um, board said no, they're not selling because mm-hmm. they're looking at the future, future of future of Twitter. That but Twitter is going to be a big platform. We know that it is it is um, a town hall, but is it rent. is it as is it worth you know forty four billion? Um, <laughs> so yes, we know that um, you know to make back that money, he brought in verification you know and all of that but it's, it's still not yeah. working um so if this if this number is real um we don't know <laughs> we don't know it's it's, it's not given <laughs> it's not given yeah. at all and uh, but it meanwhile, just, just speaks more to the financial struggles that musk has said the yeah. platform is facing yeah so, and that's yeah. why it's pushing heavily for the twitter blue but i also heard that advertisers are leaving twitter a lot of them just are because of you know solidarity and because of the you know new yeah. laws and stuff that musk is bringing on but, but Elon musk is now back as the richest man wow he's back as um he has been announced the richest man again i don't know if he has gone down again anyway mm-hmm. so government media websites uh, in senegal suffer cyber attacks um amid political tensions um so yes a bangladeshi hacker group mysterious team we know uh, it just reminds me of anonymous <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we don't even know uh, that it is real Twitter. we know they have accounts with large following like i know i know a accounts. major account i know people created you know Video sub accounts, accounts but there was a very popular uh, account it was oh, on facebook too updates. On, on Facebook, on Twitter, they were on Facebook and Twitter. And then they used to drop all this. That we've done this, we've done that. This is what we find out and all that. Uh, but so this one is called Mysterious Team. They launched a series of denial of service. That's DDoS. DDoS, that thing has been on. DDoS I know when attacks, yeah. Microsoft. <laughs> when, when I was this small. Um, yeah, so DDoS is a type of cyber attack that, um, when launched, uh, floods a network or server with internet traffic and it makes it um, inaccessible. So, yes. Um, um, uh, mysterious team launched a DDoS kind of attack on um, Senegal's um, government's website and you know some media websites. And now the Minister of Commerce, um, Minister of Commerce and Government, uh, it's also a government spokesperson, mm-hmm. Abdul Karim Fofana, 
that name sounds like somebody we know footballer yeah <laughs> he released a press statement confirming the attack um he also acknowledged as a dido's attack anyway he stated that senom sa a government controlled agency taxed to securing the nation's digital economy and infrastructure was actively looking for a way to get the sites back online mm. i know that mm. we and uh, technics did a story on um, internet attacks internet shutdowns rather yeah um, in Africa, and now, <laughs> b- a- apart from that, we are now having a <laughs> internet attack. So all of that put together, it's not good for the continent. It's not good for the continent. Oh, internet all. attacks happen everywhere, so they just ah. need to up their security and get it fixed. Amen. <laughs> so yeah, mysterious is popular for um, its hacktivism, just like anonymous. Um, they've also hacked uh, Ethiopia's Ministry of Health website and the uh, two Indian media outlets, Annie and Alt News, early this month. So it seems they are becoming quite popular in that space. Mm. Hacktivism. I like the name. <laughs> With H-A-C-K. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so multi-choice launches a moment to expand payment infrastructure for Africans. Everybody just launching one thing or the other. I, um, I know that film producers are, you know, launching startups, you know, launching mm-hmm. startups, you know, to expand their business scope. Investing you know, in startups. That are launching so. a streaming platform or investing in something or launching a production house you know things like that yeah. so so they're just expanding maybe they're not making too much money what do you think from uh, just films I, I think it's just everybody trying to tap into the old startup frenzy of tech yeah tech is it's in a boom space right you know it's like yeah everybody is is trying to get into tech so it's like okay let's just try it too let's see what's there if it works it works if it doesn't oh well We'll give it on even our own traditional banks are also launching their yeah. own versions of fintech where my has a lot gta has a barry pay all of these things so everybody just trying to try their hands in in that space and see what happens so you just wag me right yeah wag right me. and if we don't <laughs> wag me we just, we'll I <laughs> so moment's primary objective is to revolutionize the african payments landscape providing businesses with an expanded and streamlined payment infrastructure that ensures more fa- accessible faster and more cost-effective transactions according to buyers and suppliers preferences um pretty this, much every other fintech yeah so the ceo my uh, multi-choice um Calvo, Mawela said, investing in this venture is a logical progression for us as we already process payments every month from 22 million households across 50 countries in Africa. We want to use a strategy to expand our ecosystem by investing in adjacent businesses that provide scalable services underpinned by technology. Mm. Let's see how this goes, right? Yeah. So yeah, next, uh, OpenAI is um, um, pursuing a new way to fight hallucinations. AI has hallucinations. Um, well, so first of all, AI solution is like, um, you know, when models, AI models like um, BAD or Bing or ChatGPT, you know, fabricate information entirely independent of what has been fed into them, you know, behaving as if they are, you know, as if they are spitting fouls, like the facts rather, you know, they are rapping and it's facts. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the information they give them. So it's like they're hallucinating. You know when you're hallucinating? It's not, it's not exactly what's in your head. They're just yeah. imagining things. So that was AI isolation. So the open AI is now saying we want to, uh, they're looking for, they have, they've established a new way, you know, to fight um, AI has hallucinations. Um, so the research comes at a time when misinformation stemming from AI systems is more hotly debated than ever amid the narrative AI boom. I know that a few days ago, I was seeing the three of them together, ChatGPT, Bing, um, and I'm bad. I'm bad. And three of them were giving me quotes from 
non-existent quotes on the internet. When I ask bad, please, okay, I know that bad, bad gives you bad. link. Bad gives you links. When it gives you um, it maybe a paragraph bad. or so. <laughs> it gives you a link. <laughs> it's the worst of okay. the three. <laughs> Hello, bro. Can you please give me a link to where this quote is from? It says, um, sorry, I'm a language. But you gave me the quote. Where did it come from? I want to go to. I think you gave that response because you said, Hello, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you call him, bro? I'm not your bro. I know, say hello, bro. Anyway, I know, say hello, bro. But I think bad is the worst of the of the trial, right? Chat GPT still seems to be Google the, the It should be the best advanced. because Google has data. So they're having a hard time making a commercial, like making their AI system like yeah. for every, every person, which is weird and interesting because you already have google assistant who has pretty much been like an ai assistant for, yeah, yeah. for years and like google name, assistant is actually, is actually going toe to toe with maybe alexa maybe even better than alexa and way better than because Siri. google has google has data in so hands. it's like it's i'm like really better. surprised because chat gpt still seems to be edging bad I, i've tried using both at the same time I haven't really used and the versions that Bing. I'm even using is free. So I, so I can Im- I can imagine when I start using. I, the paid I've, one. I've not really used much of Bing, but Bing is just there. But the Bard and ChatGPT, you will almost always see the difference in the answers when they both give you, and it's clear that ChatGPT is still just ahead. But I prefer Bard anyway. Yeah, I don't. Okay, maybe because it allows you search with images. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know those things. But I just prefer Bard. It just it just gives you link. You know, gives you link to what. Um, Whatever you are you can, asking you can, for, you can put the same prompt so, in so chat case, GPT too. Well, yeah, 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 but it doesn't autom- auto automatically do no, that. Um, so yes, that's for the news from us. Um, Dami, over to you. All right, thank you, Rui. So yeah, we're back. Um, to the conversation of today, and it's about the gig economy. You know, in recent years, it's been like a hot topic. Yeah. Everybody is working two jobs, three jobs, four jobs, looking for side gigs side gigs under gigs stop gigs everybody's looking for gigs right in, yeah. in the economy you know just to work i mean I, as a nigerian why are you doing one job <laughs> <laughs> doing multiple jobs have become the norm you know you, you have to gigs and everything and it's growing it's growing right to the extent that even the government is kind of tra- starting to pay attention to it and you know talking about how they would be looking to unnest the gear economy it's always there in their buzzwords yeah. manifesto and all of that we know they probably don't still understand it but they don't not yeah. probably they don't <laughs> but yeah it's always there so it just shows that it's becoming a thing a big thing and you know we just but we know in africa right as exciting as this new um ventures are always are they're always yeah. with challenges especially for africans you know you're talking about even digital nomads have their challenges that we broke down infrastructure payments policies and all of that community gig economies also have their challenges as well yeah you have several of them and that's some of the thing we'll be talking about today uh with um, Rui and with tommy Wo. welcome tommy Wo. thank you for having me yep yep so, so I know I know that sorry I know that um, this gig economy became more popular you know due, you already mentioned due to mm-hmm. COVID nineteen people were looking for ways to you know sit at home and um, still keep working and a lot of people I know friends you know who who have started making money you know just 
sit doing gigs maybe <laughs> six months three months yeah. just work the company for three months you know set up i know one who sets up the marketing um department of a company in germany he sat here <laughs> and set up the marketing department wow. in germany and they paid him in euros so i'm, I'm like ah even beyond <laughs> tech even beyond the tech gig people do uber boats exactly yeah like yeah on the weekends or in the evening uh -huh, yeah they just what am i doing with my car <laughs> yeah exactly so people do all of this and i think one of the challenges that everyone face is probably the lack of access to technology mm -hmm. you know it's africa internet internet smartphone we're just discussing today how internet has been spotty in different locations and all of that you know and internet is very essential even it's, if it is too essential even it's like it's indispensable <laughs> like it's like a basic uh amenity for living now yeah. because you need to be connected to the internet and maybe it's just me Sha. the internet in recent days has been has been crazy and i just want to imagine people that are heavy into the gig economy that actively have to be online maybe customer care attendance i have to always respond to people online and all of that they are coping with it especially in nigeria where our broadband it's still not yeah 100 so yeah I, I just stumbled stumbled on one stats that nigeria is a you know africa's biggest um africa's second biggest contributor to a market so that's the gig economy market it's expected to reach four five five billion dollars this year that's 2023 according to statista <laughs> wow. Four, five, five billion dollars. Ah, that's that's a lot. So it means that a lot of people are. So it, you know, as I said, you can't be in Nigeria and you're doing only one job. You have to be doing two, <laughs> three sometimes. Self. You know, somebody comes to you from from the UK and says, uh, "Please come and you know do this for us for the next four months." Yeah, you are probably not going to say no, no because when you see, you're going to be paid in pounds. <laughs> why, why why will you say no? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I know somebody who rejected a um how much were they planning to give him? Um I think it's four K dollars. Four K dollars per month. He rejected, he said no, that my worth is more than that. I'm like okay. they should just give me two K. Maybe his worth is more than that. So how, how much are you worth? That's the question. That no, it's not how much are you worth. You already have a job. Yeah. He already has a job. He's the head of marketing of a big company here, of a tech company here. He just came to him. I'm like, Can you you know take this in offer? For uh, if he feels, if he feels, he deserves twenty thousand. Ah, dollars, I mean, we had videos. <laughs> we had videos of those tech bros that were that said they were getting earning over hundred thousand dollars per month, right? Uh, so if he feels, it's a start. So I, I just imagine that he finishes that one, four k, and those ones recommend it to another company that can pay twenty. So it's it's a start. You're not earning that amount where you're currently working. Mm. Ain't no Nigerian company going to pay you. 4k dollars you don't know that actually so yeah okay i'm not surprised that nigerians we are contributing a lot to the gig economy i mean our population already is mad yeah serious so and i feel like foreign companies might consider it cheaper to employ a nigerian on a freelance basis than actually employing somebody out there and as for the future i do really love one start about how in the future the gig economy this year this year so there's this thing that we need to do that we i need tech companies to actually come up to do i want to be able to order for a plumber on my phone yeah. like i need a carpenter because some of these regular guys on the streets i don't want to name names now to spoil anybody's business but <laughs> they're not very trustworthy you know and i know that the urban company also in india the, you can get makeup artists massage therapists plumbers 
shoemakers. No, I actually know a platform in Nigeria. In Nigeria. Yeah, they, I ordered the carpenter. The person had roofed our boys' quarters. It's from one, the platform. I just So the ones in the area, like you said, yeah. very untrustworthy, untrustworthy rather. You know, you just come do nonsense and go in next two it's months. It's not about doing nonsense. Okay. It's about how many days it will take them. You eh. know, if you know how many days it took my artisan to bring my work table. So you can just imagine. <laughs> I, I I called that one. He said this is he told me the reality. This is what we are supposed to. This is what you're asking for. But this is what you're supposed to do. And I like, okay, how much? Of course, the price was more than what I budgeted. But till today, I've not had any so problems with guys, it. Maybe it's even a side gig. It's it's obviously a side gig. Yeah, so there's a platform so, like that. Yeah. We just need more platforms like that. And we need more um reg street adsans to get on those platforms because I'll feel more secure, like okay, this guy cannot run even my money. This guy yeah, will do my exactly thing. because they're going to be KYC. Mm. Yeah, exactly. We, you can we actually vet you, be sure that you're actually good enough at doing what you say you do before you can register on a platform like that. But if you can get more of these people, painters, etc. on the on a system like that, I feel like yeah. you even bring more money into the old gig economy gig business so as yeah. i said one of the challenges is a um, tech technology technology aspect. and even smartphones too so how many of them have um, you know smartphones to actually get, get on these platforms mm. and you know mm. so mm. just to buttress tommy was point you know about platforms and people freelancing on those platforms wherever freelance writer artisan developers and all the rest so there's always been this pending argument right it's never ending about gig workers and you know having fair labor laws mm. on their side <laughs> it's always been a bigger suit i mean mm. it's initially started with ride dealing platforms the uber the boats yeah. and all the guys have been fighting in fact in nigeria <laughs> in nigeria there's still an ongoing battle between the unions which have now been formed the uatwon yeah. mm -hmm. yeah and the boats uber guys right that they are not recognized union whole thing that they're not getting what they should get and all of that you also have it in some of the tech companies now you're talking about amazon people are coming out to say okay we want unions they're taking themselves to court and all of those things so what do you think about gig workers you know for the average nigerian often we don't really care about those things like once you shall pay me at the end of the month, yeah, exactly. I move on. But if you are talking about labor laws, you're also talking about you're going to bring in things like taxation. Do they want to be taxed? Do gig workers want but to they already get taxed on some of these platforms. How? Yeah, so the yes, thing now. is, because those companies collect commission yeah. for okay. carrying out those um, activities, those guys, you might see it as task, tax. Because if I take you on a ride, for instance, and you fees say 2,000 naira, I know that certain amount is going to uber or boat as commission so what else do you want to tax me for okay so that is for and they're drivers what about other artisans like carpenters and co so it's supposed to be 200k and you now remove 20k the man is going to be like ah i can't use this platform anymore and but if you think about it if it's right now um for carpenters or painters for instance the only way they get jobs gigs is for somebody to recommend them like okay i already use this carpenter i trust him i know him um dummy do you want to use the same guy but if you're on a platform like that i feel like if there are already thousands of users recommendations mm -hmm. for you. you can people can actually you of can, course there'll be ratings now just like they, exactly the ratings and so even i can come on the platform and say i need a painter and then they'll tell me painters around you so yeah. i feel like you should pay the company you should pay the platform for putting your work out there or as yeah, well so yeah. you know you might not mind paying that commission for every task mm -hmm. every job that you do 
but the point of now paying taxes like extra taxes <laughs> that's where the average artisan will have a problem okay. with because some of them are not even pay any tax to the government yeah, exactly. if they are just sitting down in their small container and making yeah. their own money by the yeah. well they still pay shop rent anyway so apart from that one that they paid on the platform they also pay rent so that one is tax for them anyway i mean talking about this taxation there's also that argument of where do these people get taxed right yeah. so just say for example many of these guys often is always a foreign platform right and the money is remitted maybe straight to your account and all of those things are you supposed to pay tax in nigeria we are supposed to pay tax there which, which the company might have deducted and all of those things you know there are all of these conversations and things like that yeah that. but apart from that apart from taxes there's also there's also the issue of you know underpayment we know that we know that mbs now has a redefined um, unemployment you know but we're now we're, we're going to see an increase in underemployment it's actually one of the because you now find out that a lot of people have been underpaid for some of these jobs so you're bringing me in for three months to do something for you maybe as a developer and you're paying me 50k per month is that not is that not criminal? One of the reasons why <laughs> the content moderators took summer in Kenya uh, to exactly. court, right? That they were being underpaid compared to the other moderators exactly. and all of that. They were being super underpaid and overworked, and they were not getting the. You're not even getting health benefits and all of that. That's the issue. So get. what what are you now? Why why? So, so about taxes on underpayment, you know, all of these things put together. So just just sensitization. They just need to tell these people that okay, we are going to set up these labor laws where you know underpayment will stop. We also have to start thinking of uh, you know taxes. So you know, who, who would set it up? Government. I, labor laws is definitely government <laughs> it's definitely government so apart from that also infrastructure you know um mm, mm. i know that we have hubs in um lagos a place like lagos you know we have hubs where you can just can sit in our work but some of them are super expensive Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, you're earning. You are looking. How much are you earning? You <laughs> <laughs> just mentioned other payments now. <laughs> you're super expensive. You are paying five thousand per day. So, how much is how much is what? I'm, how much is it? How much am I earning? Have you ever worked from out from a workstation? Or yeah, a I work have separately. How about but you? Have I worked from a workstation yeah. or work work hub or something? Yes, I have. Oh, how was the experience about- compared to working from home? um it depends on the situation so working at up stations might that extra inter- internet that's companionship that's not the right word but you know what i'm trying to yeah <laughs> <laughs> networking and the um sometimes some people are more motivated when they actually get to leave their bed or leave the space where their bed is and go somewhere god does have that feeling of i'm going to the office you get so i think working from a workstation my actually i think i prefer that actually mm. than working but if you can if you can if you can't actually go to those places there is issue of electricity you don't have you don't have power to even do anything so that is why you have to go to those places <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> you, just, you just have to choose one right but it's actually a challenge that's a challenge actually now that i mean subsidy has been removed before we get expensive uh-huh. and working those, and those who work on there has, has to be light i mean i can't light, be paying money they're yeah, telling just, me ah oh, there's no fuel no 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 go and look for yeah, it they don't understand <laughs> what it means for them not to be full right like they don't even understand what it means so. <laughs> but what are the benefits though? what are the benefits of being a gig worker in africa you are like in control of your own time mm, freedom mm, freedom yes. of time <laughs> Yeah, you probably are in foreign currency as well, which when you convert it to Naira. In the black market. On parallel rates, <laughs> it's more. Okay. It's yeah. parallel. And it's also like a business. So, for instance, if you work for an employer, 
you are destined to earn X amount per month. Yeah. No matter what happens. Unless they promote you. But even when like, they promote you, then it becomes 2X per month. Yes. But with gig the gig system, sometimes you can earn 5X because on whatever is happening in the industry, mm-hmm. you yeah. can get one contract, one business that can pay you Double like, but next 10 years, you don't have to do anything again. For this, uh, yeah, you know, oh, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. I know a family not to, on my streets that uh, the man got a contract work and for six months and it was in dollars, millions of dollars. And I think what's the doing? flexibility? <laughs> what does he do in the next millions five years? Of dollars. Millions of dollars, man, contract staff, not for a UK company. You did it from here. He resigned from his job to even take up the job six months and he said after that he said it's not be business our first, our first shut down clubs so like <laughs> shut down no that's clubs. not what you should do damn it <laughs> because the money will finish <laughs> and then the money will still finish yeah exactly so yeah so that's i think flexibility is actually like the biggest the biggest i think it's the biggest. only thing really what else I mean, the pay is also often better than the traditional contract uh, traditional job you would probably do nine to five that yeah. is set and cast in stone appraiser every one year every six months i think that graphic designers that. used to earn so much well, graphic, you can set they, your, they don't usually stay in one you place. can set your pay and if your clients want they go for it if they don't want you move on to someone else and all of that you can always adjust and everything now talking about working for a company abroad working your traditional job and everything so there's been several conversations on twitter many ceos always anti people working two jobs you know they don't concentrate in one job and everything since the gig economy started it feels like it's been worse right Mm -hmm. i know people who are working four jobs together they will have a traditional nine to five do they have developers and they are working on that side gigs two months here three months here concurrently they are doing it because they know Oftentimes, these things are always like short time, maybe just one project. Yeah, yeah. Project, no, yeah. You don't. So it's like three months, six months. So in a year, you still have like four months or they're about to concentrate on your oh, nine to five job, yeah. right? But maybe the other months, you're yeah, either juggling it with like two jobs or three jobs and all of those I things. think the reason why CEOs complain is because some, at some point, the developer, the developer will be like, you know what? I just need to resign. I need to focus on That's what happens. I need, I need to do something else. <laughs> the something else is the other job. When they see that they are getting up to 10k dollars per month from those other jobs and you are paying me 500k here, 500k naira. Yeah, like no 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 i can't do this anymore with you yeah but there's also the stability that having the normal job gives to you you know that's come with come shine hey, but those ones so if you do well as a gig worker they can there's keep a you on. there's a 20 percent chance that you'll be recommended the company you, did, mm-hmm. you do a job for mtn mtn recommends you to airtel you know it just goes like that i know it used to happen in the banking space before when they just said having it departments you know you do and you do you do some work here maybe in GT and you know access bank is saying I ah, who did the work for you you know they, until now they started having full-time stuff but, but there's also the argument of productivity how do you maintain productivity when your efforts is shared across you don't three sleep. platforms you don't sleep <laughs> you drink coffee <laughs> I know guys are rarely do because oftentimes when you're working for these gig platforms your 
time zone is even probably different. You're working with someone from India or Pakistan, and it's like minus eight. So when the person is waking up and messaging you on Slack or Teams, like I, you first be like, why? Are you, I really, why are you sending me a message by two? You, you are, you are, <laughs> you are supposed to be sleeping by eleven p.m. and all of that. So there's also that argument of productivity. Like at some point, your production would not be hundred percent on all on all sides, right? It would be maybe fifty year, hundred year, and everything. So it's always shaky and. But generally, I think I think we are going to see more gig workers, you know, as mm. the years you know pass by. It's not going. It's not something that we end. Notwithstanding the challenges, power, internet, smartphone, you know, those things, we are still going to see a lot of people. And it's for different reasons. One is people need this money because they are. Purchasing, I was listening to radio once this morning rather, and they're saying that purchasing power is reducing by the minutes in this country. So you need another job. You need a gig job, you know, to continue. Especially if you if you if your lifestyle is not expensive and you're not you don't have slash it. You, you don't have the resources. It's either you slash it, which is unlikely for some people, because they're like that's how they grow up. So how are they going to slash the lifestyle? You know, cut your code according to your size. No, if your size is big and you you know <laughs> get more materials. <laughs> <laughs> if you know ways to actually keep it big, you can you can actually, you know, take up more jobs. I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. No, it's not. We have, we have, Nigeria is, a country, a country like Nigeria is a very tolerating country. If they sell fuel 2000 today, people will still buy it and revolution will not happen. Hmm. Hmm. Revolution so, will not happen. What do you have to say to the next set of gig workers that we have? Um. So, when I think workers, generally, I think the coming generation, the Gen Z's, the Gen <laughs> Alphas, and they all want to be gig workers. Yeah. Let me not speak for that. Nah, that nah, they don't stay in jobs. Right. <laughs> Two months, three months. I, be, I saw one guy's profile on LinkedIn. Four months everywhere. Four months, <laughs> three months. The most he spent in a place was when he was doing IT and it was six months. Ah. Four months, four months, four months, four months. And he keeps getting jobs. Like yeah. We need to check if he's actually good at his job. Oh, well, you will never know. But it's 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 good for the profile. I mean, you uh, check their experiences. You see plus 15 more experiences. If show more. Show, uh, show <laughs> more experiences. If I'm an employer, that's a red flag. Like, what yeah, it's a red you, flag for some employers. What are you doing? Why are you jumping jobs like that? Oh, well. But in fact, most times now, when you interview somebody, they will ask you how many days do I have to come to the office? Mm. Like, do I even have to come to the office at all? And I want you like, what are you so busy with? That's bro, yes, yes, stand well, for a place then. for a place like Lagos, traffic, traffic alone is it's not just traffic. It's discouraging. It's not traffic. For me, it's traffic. Uh-uh. Is that your own excuse as a gig worker by the side? Yes, yes. <laughs> 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 it's, it's traffic. Traffic. It, Unless Abuja, if it's Abuja, I can. I can go to work. You know, going out actually helps you meet people. Um, it may not be exactly be friends or they may not become friends. Just meet people. You surprise one day. Ah, um, how how is your job? I, I'm out of job. I, okay, you're looking for somebody. There's an there's an open um, Opening, available yeah. slot in my company. Mm. Can you do it? You know, just meet people. Not exactly your friends. You know, you know people in your area. But I, I think I gig think economy is here to stay. What I would just say is companies, HRs might need to adopt their policies to feature this, right? The well, I think that's why they're already doing hybrid. Yeah, the point is your staff, not all of them would only work for you. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Especially with the way Nigeria is going with the economy. Without insecure, 
jobs are with the all layoffs and everything mm-hmm. people are not going to want to dedicate three years of their life just working for only you without some sort of extra thing extra on the thing. side so you probably just want to adjust your your work schedule your employment contract all of those things to, to a, exactly to accommodate this new reality because it's a reality and if and it's going people, to keep growing yeah and if you want people to it get to a point where people would not even want to do full-time job again nobody would want to do it six months remote or i'm not, out or so sometimes they, they usually want to scare people with okay you are in a place on a three-month contract who, who told you i want to do more than three months <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think since the whole covid 19 thing happened everyone now actually believes that i don't need to sit down on one spot to do yeah. Anything. yeah i can be a productive member for a team in singapore even if i live in Yanopaja. And because of that, people obviously want more money as well. So they expect you, like you said earlier, the employer to give them space to do that. Mm-hmm. Don't hold me. Like, it's not 1974 anymore. I'm like, bros. Exactly. Let me do. Everybody should just key into it and, and get started. But yeah. Do what works for you. Do your own research, not financial advice. <laughs> 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 All Disclaimer. right. That be very important. That brings us to the end of the conversation for today. I hope you guys have had an exciting and insightful uh, listen. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like we always do, we just share hashtags and andus. Tommy, Wo, you want to share yours? Tommy, Wo, but the T is a seven. Instead, mm. is I feel I find it very hard to explain my handle every time you ask me to. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just did. My Wait, name. What's the seven? I seven. seven. I don't understand. Seven, Why you seven, seven, seven is sevens. a number. Really. <laughs> 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 So yeah, it's unique as I usually say. It's um Omole Omori. You can't find it anywhere else. Just you know, any of the platforms. Instagram is a Twitter. Is a LinkedIn. Anywhere. You, you can't find my own handle anywhere else too, but okay. <laughs> carry on, it's all you yes. Why is he jealous? <laughs> Mine is at down zero seven. We are not proud, you know. We just we just did right zero seven. You know <laughs> why not asking him what the seven stands for? Unique, unique. You know what I'm unique, saying? So it's seven seven. All of you are yes. just choosing the same number. And don't forget, Tech Byte is brought to you by Tech Next and Tech Next. You can follow us on all platforms at technext.ng technest.ng and you can visit our website technest24.com to get the latest news reviews analysis and articles all right uh tech Byte is also available on all platforms amazon yeah. apple spotify youtube facebook you, everywhere 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 just everywhere. just check it out and you need to listen in all so right. this is 39 mm-hmm. so we have 38 other, other episodes, episodes for you and we'll be back for 40 we'll be back for 41 and 42 and 43 and 44 I can't keep going. I, I think on one of the coming ones, we should just ask people random questions. <laughs> like on Tech Byte 12, we said something. Yes. And then give somebody. I agree. You know. So the next one, there's a. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That brings us to the end. Take care, guys. Enjoy. <laughs>